Off the Hook presents Talk That Talk, the official live fan call-in show. We're live on Spotify Greenroom before and after every game. Join everyone to share your thoughts, voice your opinion, give your predictions, and most importantly, react live with fans from all over the world. Why is the signal busy? Because we're off the motherfucking hook. If you like to talk that talk, follow, join the conversation, share the show, leave a comment, and most importantly, keep on talking in the free world. Okay, we're live at five. Talk That Talk is the official live fan reaction call-in show before and after every Monday Night Raw. Listen, often imitated but never duplicated. It's Monday, February 7th, 2022. We're 30 minutes away from the start of Monday Night Raw watching. Shout out Chaw Claire for that timeless line. The phone lines stay open. The goal is always to take as many calls as possible so we can get everyone's thoughts, opinions, predictions, and reactions. We all love to watch wrestling. We all want to enjoy it together. It's a beautiful thing. So let's talk that talk. We're waiting for everyone to come in now. And uh, sending out the link. Don't want any pauses in the show because last time there was some pauses and then it makes it seem like we're not up and running. So now... We're going to do a recap of last week. Do a recap of last week. See what we're doing for this for tonight. There's a lot to talk about on what happened last week, too. What's going on, buddy? Can't hear you. How about now? I can hear you. Excellent. We're all good, man. I just gave him a nice little intro. Yeah. We're 30 minutes away. We are indeed. This is going to be a fun night. It is. So I know we only got 30 minutes. So, you know, as always, it's on a tight schedule. I thought we, you want to do a recap on. Kind of want to talk a little bit about what happened last week, how that may affect what's going on tonight. Um, you know, and obviously we don't have time to talk about the entire show last week, but some highlights. I mean, I, I don't know what you think. The thing I kind of wanted to start it off with was what happened to be the start of the show last week was, you know, Bobby Lashley and Brock clashing at the beginning of the show. I have a bunch of thoughts on that. And I, I, know, I know how you feel about Brock Lesnar. So did you want to speak on that? You want to set it off with that or what? Well, well, it, it it is what it is. It's 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 Brock Lesnar, and the thing is, too, though, right? Like you you you're trying to give this guy two belts. Is this what the plan is now? You've got him going into the elimination chamber in Jeddah, um, like unless and like and really between between him and Bobby Lashley, like this is going to be a landslide for the two of them. There's no one really big like those two going in there. Yeah. So here's, I just came in now. Can 
Can you hear me? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I can hear you. So this is how I'm going to turn this down now. Can you hear me now? Okay, good. So right. here was my thought on it is that, and I wanted to know what you thought about just because I know how you feel about Brock and him being a part-timer is that I don't even, I can't even recall the last time that Brock, so Brock comes out. Okay, he comes out, he comes out in his wrestling yeah. gear. And so that, you know, who knows what that meant at the time. Yes. Of course, we assume he's ready to throw down, but still, we didn't know. He gets out there. So all the things that kind of Brock's been criticized for, he comes out to start the show. He comes out in his wrestling gear. No Paul Heyman. He's on the mic himself. He didn't do very, he was pretty good. And then yeah. Bobby Lashley's got someone with him, Brock Solo, even though it's only MVP, but he's still got someone with him. And he, he, throws down the gauntlet and tells him, let's get it on right now. When's the last time that you saw Brock come out, unless it was a scheduled event, just impromptu, ready to wrestle, and no nonsense. He's actually in his wrestling gear, ready to throw down, and Bobby Lashley turns into a punk and won't wrestle him. I thought that was interesting, and you got to give Brock props for ready to do that, don't you think? Well, yeah, for sure. He 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 deserves that, but at the same time, it, it's it, 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 you knew it wasn't going to happen. But okay, so why do you say that though? Because you know you're thinking that Brock is bluffing, or you think that uh, Brock was ready to go? Oh no, I'm not saying it was it was it was Brock that wasn't going to go. Brock would have went if he had the chance to. You know, he would have he would have been ready to to you know go to Suplex City with, with Bobby Lashley. But at the same time, you, when was the last time that you saw a legit WWE Championship match on Raw? This is true. So that, so I agree with you there. That's kind of a different conversation, but I kind of what I was, what I was getting at, you're right. But what I was getting at is that, you know, Brock deserves some love for ready to do it right then and there. Yes. You know, and and it wasn't just an empty gesture and he threw it out there. He waited around like there was a little bit of a back and forth. And, you know, Bobby Lashley, he insulted Bobby Lashley, punked him off with the suit. So, I don't know. I was disappointed in Bobby Lashley. I'm not a big Bobby Lashley fan, but... Like, like you know, no, neither am I. I I'm not a fan of the two of them, um, to be <laughs> honest with you. Uh, but, <laughs> as you know, that clear as day. But, um, you know, I'll give Brock his, his props where he deserves it. You know, he went out. He did what he was going to do. He wanted his, his championship rematch, which... You know, is obviously you know uh, uh, given to any champion that loses their belt at that time. But but my thing though that that I don't understand is here you're going to now put him in the elimination chamber match. So here we go again. Love you're going to put who in the invitation in the elimination chamber chamber match? Lesnar. Yeah, rightfully so. Why rightfully so? He's the baddest man on the planet. What do you mean? This guy's the baddest man in WWE. Who's messing with Brock Lesnar? Come on, man. See, this is where. See, this is what I say to you, though. This is where I say, and I and this is what I don't like. People just getting random chances like this. Listen, so you know we could talk forever today about Brock Lesnar. Here's a guy, yeah, who's carried the brand on two brands on his back for forever and a day. The guy's been doing it for what? I don't even know how, how many. Just over a decade. How many? How long has the guy been doing it? Fifteen years? Something Somewhere like that. that sure. He's still, yeah, yeah. Right. He still looks, you know, 
give or take, physical uh, physicality-wise, he still looks very similar to when he started. Obviously, ages, but I mean, you know, this guy is still yeah. in phenomenal shape, and he's still mm-hmm. the big. He's still the biggest draw. He's still the biggest star. I don't know, man. To me, like, well, you know, we could talk about this forever. Like I said, is that to me, whenever Brock shows up, Brock gets whatever Brock wants until someone takes him out. But all that being said, is that for once he showed up, he was ready to go. And this time, someone else backed down. The groans are usually coming from the crowd where it's like, oh, fuck, this guy, Brock. He doesn't, like, he just shows up. He doesn't even say anything. He stands there. Paul Heyman does the talk and then he leaves. This time, he does all the talking on his own. He's ready to go and no one to dance with. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying for sure. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, it's, it's, it's going it's gonna go down at the Elimination Chamber. Okay, so let me ask you this then, just keeping with uh, recapping from last week, is that one thing I am disgusted with is that, you know, just when I thought that Kevin Owens couldn't be disrespected more than how he's been disrespected, really... The only time he got any respect, really, was for a moment in time when Chris Jericho was there. And that's it. Now, this guy t- for, this guy takes the loss on the Elimination Chamber yeah. qualification match when really, in my opinion, after Brock, uh, who, uh, to me, Kevin Owens is superior to Bobby Lashley. To, to me, Kevin Owens, well, Brock and Roman Reigns, I mean, we're talking different brands now, but other than that, you know, I know you could probably. I'm not a Drew McIntyre fan. You can make the argument for Drew McIntyre, but for me, you know, after after Brock and Roman comes comes Kevin Owens. How, how in the name of Christ this guy loses this guy? Well, and and that's the thing that 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 really got to me too was I with the way they've treated this guy. I, I was truly surprised when it came out that his contract he renewed. With the WWE, um, and I know he's a huge like he's got huge fans in the WWE. But what are they doing with this guy? And what 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 have they promised him for him to stay? Because let's be honest, he goes to any other company of wrestling, and he's getting title shots after title shots. He hasn't had one since the beginning of this pandemic when he had that big feud with Roman Reigns, and they have just let him go. And let him lose to the most random of dudes to now just being there with the Kevin Owens show. And that's all he's doing. I can't remember the last time since that battle with Roman Reigns that he's actually been in a good in a, in a, in a good feud with anybody. It's disrespectful, man. It, it, it really is disrespectful. Um, it, it, it just it just is. It's. Uh... I don't understand it. Is that um... I, I? I don't understand it either, man. Like, to, for somebody to resign and he's as big as he is, like famous wise and, and popular wise, and then you go and you do this to him because what Seth Rollins? Like, don't get me wrong, Seth is a good guy. Seth has been there a while, just as long as Kevin Owens. Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't see where you push Seth Rollins over Kevin Owens. At all. Well, I just don't, from a wrestling standpoint, from a wrestling standpoint, I don't understand how this guy, I don't know if he's over six foot. I think he's in that range. 300 pounds, moves, moves like a cat. Got, comes off the top rope, 
supreme wrestler, beautiful on the mic, and he's been doing it for a long time. I don't understand it. It's disrespectful. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. And then, so now he doesn't get a shot in the elimination chamber. So now he's not even in the mix. So, so now what? And now, you know, Austin Theory no. comes out, snaps a couple selfies, and he beats fucking Kevin Owens? It's, it doesn't, it's impossible. That, 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 exactly like you said, like he drops out of nowhere and he beats Kevin Owens. And not only does he beat Kevin Owens, he, beat, he beats Kevin Owens for a spot in the elimination chamber. Yeah. Now, and I, and I wouldn't pass, pass them, like, I wouldn't put it past them, like, if Austin Theory is one of the last men in that elimination chamber, when everybody's out of those pods, like there, I gotta say, there's something going on there with this kid, and and obviously, you know that whole thing that they're doing with Vince and him. Obviously, it's it's legit that this guy is Vince's next push. I got no love for it. I got no love. I got no love for anything that involves disrespecting Kevin Owens. No. It's been forever and a day. I was shocked too that he stayed, and it's just and the guy, and on top of all of that, on top of all of that, it, it's like it doesn't ever feel like to, like you said, except for the Roman Reigns thing. It doesn't even feel like we're on the cusp of something possibly happening. It's just like he's just there. He's, he's just like, I don't yeah. know. I, I can't deal with it. it. It literally is like he's there just to do the KO show, and he's letting he's just there to have like up and coming superstars just beat him just so they can get a get a push, is what it seems like to me. Because there's like a few years ago, you would never have seen Austin Theory beating Kevin Owens like he did last Monday. No, and it's just not. It's not gonna like Kevin Owens, a bigger guy, far superior wrestler. Like it, it's bullshit. And listen, I love Kevin Owens. The, the the thing is, is that Kevin Owens' forte. Well, his forte is he's an all around WWE superstar, if you ask me. But he's great on the mic. I love him having his show. If I was him, if I was him, mm. what I'd start doing is I'd start calling the big boys in to the show. And then blindsiding them, beating the shit out of them one by one. That's what I would start doing. That's why he needs to start taking matters into his own hands because he's getting no respect from the WWE whatsoever. And he's here now. So now it's not like a looming contract. He's here. He's in it. So he's going to have to start taking things into his own hands backstage on his show and, and calling people out in order to be able to get what's rightfully his. Yeah. He's got to do something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he has to change brands, go to SmackDown, see, or even if he goes back to NXT and like Finn Balor did and just try your luck there and see if you can get something going for yourself in NXT because that might be his only option at this point. Now there's there's an idea. I don't I don't hate that idea, Darren. I don't. And I mean, you know, I've said all along, uh, I mean, we can – We'll table we'll table the NXT conversation on our thoughts on NXT 2.0 till another time. But as far, I've said all along, yeah. is that I was always in favor of NXT has grown. Well, the roster has grown, hence all the superstars being cut left, right, and center, and the brand has grown. NXT has grown to where you should have three brands on on an even playing field. And therefore, it's seamless transition between the three, just like it is between SmackDown and Raw, like during the draft or if anyone pops up and invades another brand. But 
it shouldn't be seen as a demotion or a minor league. To me, they're all on par at the stage. And I would love, uh, you know what? I love that. The more I'm just sort of talking about it with you, great idea by you is that I would love for him to go. And I mean, that's where he came from. And so it would be a return to glory. He sure. would be able, and he could lead the charge on being disrespected. NXT should be on an even playing field with Raw and SmackDown. And he fits into that narrative because he's a disrespected superstar and he could go down there and wreak havoc. Plus, he's magic on the mic as well. I, I love that idea. I, but you know what? The, the thing that bothers me is every time I think of Kevin Owens yep. and NXT and I even think of what you're yep. saying right now, which which I think would be awesome, is in my mind is still the black and yellow. Which is what which is what you want to see aesthetically. It kind of takes mm. the edge off, but yeah, yes. yes. But we'll, like you said, we'll talk about NXT yeah. another day. So, um, okay, one thing I want to I want to discuss because we got to I know we got to move on here. Um, yeah. Lito's return. So, okay, you want me to go or you go first? I want your opinion because I know you're not a huge fan of of old timers coming back like this. So, what's your take on this one? So here's the thing. Exactly that. I'm not a fan of like, you know, we're moving forward, not backward. There's, you know, this, the time for nostalgia, you know, so where they dropped the ball is that, well, the Women's Royal Rumble had a, a little bit more nostalgia, which was exciting and enjoyable. The Men's Royal Rumble hardly had any nostalgia. But the time for nostalgia yeah. is during the weekly yeah. shows where you want to have a segment or someone to pop up or depending on the city that you're in. And then the Royal Rumble is this should be a huge showcase for nostalgia. You have so many spots for people to come back in, and there's only one winner, so everyone can enjoy their time. So that's a roundabout way of me saying this. I know there's a narrative out there, mm. and a lot of people are saying, well, you know, Lita, you know, you got the likes of Goldberg, which is disgusting, and returning male superstars coming in and getting WrestleMania spots. So why not give one to Lita? It's not that I'm against giving one to Lita. I'm against giving them to the men too. I don't want a returning superstar should not be getting a main event at WrestleMania. Would I like to see Lita at yeah. WrestleMania? Sure. I, I liked, I mean, I wasn't a big Hardy Boys fan, but I was a big Lita fan. I love Lita. Uh, do, would I like to see her in the mix? Absolutely. Should, do I want to see her main event? Yeah. I don't want to see anyone from the past main event anything. That's my thought on that. Yeah. Now, now I completely understand how you, how you feel. Like we we've said before, the these old timers. Like, don't get me wrong. If they want to bring back Lita, they want to bring back Goldberg, The Rock, whoever it may be. Fine and dandy, do it. But like you, like I'm I'm kind of glad that you know these matches aren't taking place at WrestleMania. Um, it will be her and 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 Becky Lynch at at Elimination Chamber, which I'm a little more easy going with. But at the same time, I just hope they're not going to full on turn it around and just make it about that match and forget about the the one key thing, which is the Elimination Chamber. Right. I mean, that's the focus, right? The Elimination Chamber is the focus. And I think by default, just the nature of the Elimination Chamber match and, you know, there's X amount of people in it. And plus, you know, just the whole the whole elimination chamber the whole setup i mean that's obviously always going to be the highlight but yes i know what you're saying is you want the emphasis on where it should where it should be yes so you don't you don't want you know to take away from 
what that event is. It's not the Lita Lynch pay-per-view. It's the Illumination Chamber. Sadly enough, like I've said to you in the past, it's in it's in Jeddah. No offense to anybody from Jeddah, but um, I don't think this should have been there. But that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and we talked about that. Listen, I love uh, you know. There's a I love the uh, them going over there. Obviously, it's you know it's more global exposure for the WWE, right? I know that uh, yeah. you know people had apprehensions. I don't want to get too deep in this right now, but I know people had apprehensions, you know, about the WWE going into Saudi Arabia because of you know the inability to be able to showcase the female superstars but you know i don't know whose take it was whether it was vince's or triple h's but i agreed with it in the fact that yes there's a lot of work to be done over there as far as equality is concerned but the wwe i mean no one's going to debate you know when it comes down to it it's all a money grab for everybody however for better or for worse however the wwe going over there is kind of forging a path forward because their agenda always is to showcase men and women. And slowly but surely, I think they might be able to help make a difference over there. And I think that that's a positive thing. However, so from a social perspective, I think it's phenomenal, even though I know people were apprehensive about it. However, that aside, from a wrestling perspective, you and I have talked about this. And anyone who you know is a hardcore wrestling fan will agree all all big pay-per-view events, you want the environment. And over there, because royalty gets the seats on the floor, is that, and no one else can sit there. And, you know, you got people during a pay-per-view main event walking around, walking around, you know, uh, chatting, you know, basically the, yeah. the ring and the matches in the, in the center of it, it should be the center of attention. And it's just like a, it's like a sideshow. So, yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's where like, you know, and I understand, you know, every every country does it differently, but if it is what we think it is, where the 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 you know, the big guns of of Jeddah like the president and his family are those front row seats, I think I think it needs to be changed. Um I I think you need to really get the fans in that front and you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, that that stadium has some kind of fancy boxes up up top that you could put those people in you know, to give them that better view. I, I don't think it's right that they're sitting there really not paying attention when they are the, other than the, the event that's happening in the ring, they are the next focal point of that show because that's who you're looking at as you're watching that event. Yeah, that's the disappointing part. I don't think that they're going to put them, put, I don't think they're going to agree to go in the box, but yes, and that's what we miss. It's like you said, is that they're like, for true wrestling fans, the crowd is is it you know is the second part of the entertainment i get disappointed when either the crowd well everyone does when the crowd's not when the crowd's silent or over here or when the crowd doesn't have signs you know uh, it still breaks my heart there's not near enough signs yeah. i, I want to do there's a whole i want to have a deeper conversation about signs and some thoughts i had about that when, that needs to be brought back but yeah so and it's a massive paper it's a, it's the last pay-per-view before mm-hmm. the, the Wrestle, wrestlemania i think the yeah. only way the happy medium would be i don't i, w- I don't want a pay-per-view yeah. leading into WrestleMania in an environment, no matter where it is, where the crowd is not into it. So if they insist on having it there, then at least a happy medium would be yeah. more camera shots on the crowd. They do some, but to adjust the mics, turn the mics up in the crowd so we can at least hear them because they have the normal mic set up where, 
you know, primarily you can hear the people on the floor. Well, it seems that way. If you adjusted the mics where we could hear the people in the crowd, at least you would get the audio. So that would mm-hmm. give you the environment. I just, it feels like we're, it's a fucking funeral home. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't, I'm not a fan of it. Like you said, like we're probably not going to get those guys in those boxes, but if it was me, I would have them there if I could get them there because it would make it a far better event if they were not front and center, well, second and center, um, other than, you know, the event that's happening in the ring. Yeah, or happy me, or uh, one final thought on that, or have uh, all royalty and everyone that, uh, you know, all the higher ups in in Saudi Arabia that want to attend, have Mm -hmm. them all around the ring, but on um, off camera. So that one little section that we see, you know, give that to special guests or people who want a contest or even, you know, even uh, friends and family of royalty. It doesn't matter who it is, friends and family of royalty, but people who are just people who are into it, people who are cheering, people who are loud, not people who are just half paying attention. Yeah. That's all. It doesn't matter who it is. Right. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So, um, okay. Tonight, 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 tonight. Um, I know three things that are happening tonight. All right, talk to me. We got ten minutes. Uh, minutes you got Lita coming tonight. Okay. You got Rollins against Riddle, and then you've got the final competition in that Alpha Academy with RK Bro. Okay. I mean, listen. So I, I don't know what to say about. Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I, again, I could sort of go on the same way with Rollins as I did with Kevin Owens, just not to the extent because, you know, Seth has been given a little bit more shine, but I, I don't know, man. I'm unhappy with, I don't even know what to say on that, Darren. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. The Academy, the Alpha like Academy, the, it's nonsense, the, like total nonsense. Oh, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of this. And this is where this is another thing that I, I I see, you know, happening with a lot of these tag teams. If they're not in a title hunt or they're not in a run or they don't have a title, they seem to go off and do these random things like this. Well, overall the tag team overall, you know, there are some shining lights, but overall the tag team division has been, you know, it it just it just hasn't been where it needs to be, and it's disappointing. I loved when the new day was together. I loved it. Well, and that, and that's where that's what I was going to say. Like it, it also it's not where it is. Also because they keep splitting teams up, and, and that's the thing is that you know historically, it's not about living in the past. It's just about the you know some of the, a lot of the enjoyment of the tag teams where they were tag teams. So there was no scenario. I shouldn't say there was no mm-hmm. scenario, but the objective or the agenda wasn't to have a successful tag team broken up. Now, I know it's happened many times. I mean, Hart Foundation is probably my favorite tag team of all time, and yeah. then Bret Hart severed off. But but the point is, is that, you know, the demolitions of mm-hmm. the world or like, I mean, most recently, the New Day. I mean, yes, I know that all three uh, of the New Day could branch off and we saw what Big E has yeah. done. I mean, Kofi's been doing it forever. but it's not 
it just feels like the perception is that if you're in a tag team, you're lesser than an individual WWE superstar, which that should not be. That's that's the, the way I feel like they make us feel. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you're in a tag team, that's it. You're you're not getting any other anything else. And 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 I think the only reason the the Usos, I know this is not on Raw, but um, I, I think the only reason the Usos are getting what they're getting is because they are currently the henchmen of Roman Reigns. Well, and I mean, I'm glad you brought those guys up. I mean, there's a perfect example. Like for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. They're a tag team. So, and I mean, that's what we want, right? That's what we want. They're a tag team. We want them to be a tag team and they're a successful tag team. And I don't look at them any lesser than, than, than that being a tag team. That's the way that, uh, that's the way that we love them. Yeah. So, so Lita returns tonight. Obviously she's going to go after Becky Lynch. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I don't care how good Lita was back in the day. There's no way she should be beating Becky Lynch ever. Well, no, and that's that's this is where you know the whole you know Hall of Famers coming back and all that. Like we know for a fact that Lita's not in the shape she was in back in the nineties. No, and I mean, you know, how can you expect someone? It's no disrespect to Lita. I mean, like how you can't expect anyone to come back. It's phenomenal that she's in the mix, which is great. Yeah, it's great to sure. see. But you know, I, I'm not here. I'm not going to ever justify. There's no way you're coming in. You're 40 years old, and what is that? So, never mind disrespecting Lita. What does it say about Becky Lynch if you can have someone come in, you know, 20 years removed and come in and slap you around? It doesn't make any sense. Well, no, and that's the thing too, right? It, it seems like this is like the, the, and this is not the first time it's happened. Um, you know, where where former WWE superstars come back and do this, like Goldberg, for instance. And we all know he, he's he's slapped a few around. He's slapped a few people around, including the so-called Beast Incarnate. Um, <laughs> I love it. just in case uh, for everyone out there listening is that Darren uh, never misses an opportunity to slap Brock Lesnar around. But well, but anyway, um, you know, and and it was the same. Uh, I don't know if you remember this a few years ago. Well, quite a few years ago with uh, with Chris Jericho when he had all the old guys come back. I think it was a, ra- a match at like WrestleMania 25. Like they constantly are doing this and it, and, and it, and it feels like to me anyways, it feels like they, this is their way of us not forgetting those guys. And it's like, we will never forget them. We just don't need to constantly see them or be reminded that they can fight. We know they can. We know what their past is. Leave them be. Is how I look at it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and if anyone's coming back, you know, if I, if I'm the young, uh, the young superstar, I'm not having it. No, so, exactly. Like, and it, I think the only person that you're going to bring back that actually can actually do something that would be somewhat of have decent would be The Rock at this point. Yeah, and you know how I feel about The Rock. I love The Rock back well, in the day. I got no use for The Rock now. But but the thing is, it it seems like it's it's inevitable to happen at some point. Yeah, I believe so too. I think that uh I believe so too. I guess it remains to be seen, but um yeah. Okay. Quickly, two we got two minutes. So as far as I mean I'm looking forward to see you're, what unfolds tonight. I mean we're on the road to WrestleMania, man. 
So, I mean, like, you know, I'm expecting monumental things we to are. happen every week because even though we have the elimination chamber in between, we're still on the road to WrestleMania. So I'm expecting things to shape up. I want things to shape up. Yes. I'm also, like I said, going back, not to, not to harp on it over and over again, but going back to Kevin Owens, like he needs to find his way. If he's not being involved in the elimination chamber, like I want to see some of these guys find their way and how are they going to carve their way out for their WrestleMania moment, their WrestleMania match. And most importantly, him, especially the top tier guys, Seth Rollins, the same thing, right? Is that like, like, and quickly, do in my thoughts, like, do we see a Kevin Owens uh, involved in this match tonight, and then it turn into somehow where it's him versus Rollins? Winner takes that spot. You know, it's like Rollins gives it up, and if if Owens can beat him, then he replaces Rollins in in that elimination chamber. Do we see something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be, you know, I would love to see it. I mean, I think they should both be there. But the thing is, is that I would love to see it. I want to see, I don't want to see this die. And I still want to see somehow, some way for Austin Theory to lose his fucking spot, to be yes. honest. But, right. Um, and just lastly, so, you know, Ronda, Ronda Rousey last week on Raw, cringeworthy as usual. And uh, even though she gets on my nerves, I am kind of in a weird, you know, kind of, you know, strange way uh excited to see her back to a certain degree but uh only i will i will talk to you more about that at the end okay show starting now and hey moving forward yeah. and we'll be singing this moving forward we're signing off we're about to start raw but always on talk that talk always 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 remember never forget to keep on talking in the free world you know neil young Keep on talking in the free world. Brush up on your singing skills, man. That's our outro. All right, buddy. I will see you at 11 o'clock. Later. Bye. Off the Hook presents Talk That Talk, the official live fan call-in show. We're live on Spotify Greenroom before and after every game. Join everyone to share your thoughts, voice your opinion, Give your predictions, and most importantly, react live with fans from all over the world. Why is the signal busy? Because we're off the motherfucking hook. If you like to talk that talk, follow, join the conversation, share the show, leave a comment, and most importantly, keep on talking in the free world. <laughs>